Welcome to Well and Back, the podcast hosted by three passionate osteopaths and wellness entrepreneurs, Justine Treadwell, Chloe Lawton, and Lauren Mallott. We're opening up our inner circle of holistic health practitioners we think everyone should have access to. Listen in as we share our personal and professional perspectives on how our bodies respond to our everyday choices, as well as our favorite health tips and tools to help us feel good and move well. Hi, everyone. Thank you for being here. I'm Justine. I'm Chloe. I'm Lauren. And welcome to Well and Back. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is really exciting for us. This is our first podcast. Today, we just want to talk about what brought us together, uh, which is our common profession of osteopathy. So we're going to explain what osteopathy is and talk about some of the foundational principles and how we are going to apply that to all aspects of health. So our main goal is to help you, the listener, take information that you're hearing from other resources, whether it be social media, your doctor, other health practitioners, and help simplify that information so that you can actually understand it to a level where you can take these concepts and apply to your daily life, help improve and maintain quality of life for yourself and those around you. Yeah, we have been sharing health news, information, updates, new fads or programs with each other for the last, I don't even know how many years, three years since being outside of school, that it just made sense for us to actually put our voices to what we're learning and share it with more people than just those in our immediate circle. We recognize that we are bombarded with so much information from media, from our healthcare system, from friends and family, and it's not the lack of information, but uh, a feeling of overwhelm and understanding how to apply information that you're receiving into the context of your day-to-day life. So we're here to provide our professional and personal perspectives on all things health, wellness, and longevity to help you create a higher quality of life and make more sense of the information that you're consuming. We believe that knowledge is power in a way of empowerment. So gaining knowledge about how your body is working on a basic level or very in-depth, even cellular level gives us such an appreciation for really how amazing our bodies are and how little changes that we can make in our everyday lives can really benefit our body in huge ways. This is something that the three of us are very passionate about because of our backgrounds in sports and our background as educational uh, providers through osteopathy. So why don't we back up a little bit and explain what osteopathy is? Yeah, osteopathy is a principle-based manual therapy. So what we think is a unique thing to bring to the podcast world is a a bit more of a perspective versus take-home exercises or stretches or things that first come to mind when you think of manual therapy. When we say principle-based manual therapy, what we mean is that there are set principles by its founder that are laws of nature. And the main ones that we can go back to are that structure dictates function. The body has the innate ability to self-heal and self-regulate. And no system works independently in the body. The body works collectively with all systems. 
And the person is made up of mind, body, and spirit. So our treatments encompass all of these principles and our perspective on health in general encompasses all of these principles. So let's run that back and let's break down each of those principles or pillars of osteopathy and explain them uh, to the average listener so that um, by the end of this kind of experience of listening to this podcast, you can adopt some of these beliefs um, and apply them to your day-to-day life. Right. So Chloe mentioned structure dictates function. So when we when we are in our offices working with people hands on, the first thing we're doing is looking at someone's structure and we're looking for asymmetries or imbalances. So when we're going from the right side to the left side of the body or the front to the back, we're we're looking at, you know, is this shoulder higher than the other shoulder? And what impact does that have on the rest of the body, other body parts and other systems in the body? Right. And when you said structure, we are referring to anatomical structure. The first thing that comes to mind is a joint. It's an easy visual for anybody to kind of picture the bones that come together at a specific angle, bony prominences that are guiding specific movements in specific planes, meaning flexion and extension or rotation or gliding motion. So all of these motions are dictated by the structure of a joint themselves. So that's the easiest way to picture it, but we go beyond just bones, ligaments, the muscles that attach. We're thinking of the nerves that are coming through the different spaces between the bones, the arteries, the veins, the lymphatics that are going to each joint and draining from each joint. And The way that our anatomy is aligned is to create a perfect pathway of least resistance so that we have proper circulation to and drainage from, and the joint itself would have health. And you can apply that to all anatomical structures in the body, thinking of an organ and its blood supply and drainage and if the bony anatomy is aligned, the muscular anatomy is properly aligned, there are no excess forces or lines of tension, then all those organs should receive their proper supply. All the muscles should receive their proper supply. And simply put, they should be functioning properly. Exactly. So a big part of our practice is education and is really changing the lens that our patients see health and wellness through. Oftentimes they come in for one specific uh, pain point or dysfunction that they're noticing, whether it be something that's impacted them from occupational positions and postures or holding. If we have a hairdresser that's repeatedly using scissors, standing hunched over a seat for a long period of time, there's typically a presentation that we see in that uh, in that body pattern or that mechanical pattern. If we have a high-level athlete, we tend to see certain patterns that are advantageous or they've adopted because of the sport and the mechanical loads that they're putting their body under day in and day out. And then we have less obvious but more pronounced sleep, uh, posture, breathing mechanics, the way that people are breathing, where they're breathing from, um, or just day-to-day repetitive tasks that 
take a toll on or have an influence on people's structural positioning. So they come into our door for one of those reasons. And typically we see people because of pain. So pain is that first entry point to an osteopathic practitioner. Uh, But we really use that as an educational springboard to get people to realize that pain is sometimes the last thing to show and the first thing to go. It's not always indicative of proper functioning or proper positioning of the body as a whole. And a lot of the times where that pain is presenting might not have anything to do or might be very far removed from the initial cause or the most impactful cause of that pain. Exactly. So sometimes that's misleading to a person when their shoulder pain is what's bringing them in and is what's finally forcing them to actually do something about it. Mm-hmm. But w- what we're looking at is, well, why is that shoulder in a vulnerable position to begin with? And why can't we get rid of this pain by working on it, strengthening it, stretching it? So we take a step back, look at the entire body, all of its systems, ask some questions about history of sport and what you do on a day-to-day for work or for hobbies. And we start to look for patterns of maybe compensation or just what's happening elsewhere in the body that contributes to this actual pain. Right. And in the reverse of that, there could be somebody that comes in and they actually fell or and twisted their ankle. And it's a direct result of a specific action that is local to that area. So their ankle is in pain. But with an osteopathic perspective, of course, we're wanting to relieve what may have been injured in that local area. But our mindset is also thinking of circulation and thinking of what is required for that rolled ankle, that sprain, strain to heal. And that brings us into the second principle of our body has the innate ability to self-heal and self-regulate. Yeah, but we sometimes take for granted the complex processes that happen behind the scenes in terms of the physiology of our body and what our body is capable of doing. Every single day, it is fighting against bacteria, foreign invaders, potential disease, and undergoing a number, a multitude of complex processes kind of under the surface level. And so what we're trying to do with uh, this educational platform is make Consumers realize our body is capable of so much more than we kind of give it credit for, and it is constantly healing and uh, repairing ourselves to bring us back to, we call it homeostasis, but really balance and harmony within the body. And a lot of the manual interventions we use through osteopathy are uh, positioned in a way to support our body's ability to do that. And we'll get into that in further detail. Um, But basically what it means is when the body is in perfect balance structurally, it can perform the functions that it's intended and built to do. Which includes self-healing. Yeah, exactly. So that example of the rolled ankle, when somebody comes in to our clinic wanting a treatment on that and then gets a little bit confused or sometimes can ask questions, and that's why it's helpful to explain these principles, because we start to work distal from the ankle, meaning we would look at hip alignment, look at the knee alignment, and make sure that everything higher up from the ankle is in proper alignment so that proper circulation can go to the injury source to provide the steps of 
inflammation and drainage of that inflammation that is needed for the healing process. Yeah. So when we think about it that way, especially with the example of an ankle, I often compare it to stories in a house. If you're looking at building a 10 story building, you want to make sure that that first level isn't misaligned or isn't unleveled because everything that builds off of that is going to have a compound effect, right? So we think about how that rolled ankle is going to impact that second story or that knee, that third story, that hip, fourth story, the vertebrae and working its way upward and how all of those changes impact the mechanics as a whole. So someone's ability to run, be agile and perform in their sport. Right. And knowing that every joint, every tissue, every part of the body has its role. So an ankle, for example, that's one of the first points of contact from the force of the ground up. So every step we take the ankle, the foot, that has a responsibility to distribute forces up the body. Well, if that joint's not doing its job, the body's very smart and okay, recruit other areas of the body. Maybe it's on the other side for balance or up the chain or up the stories like Lauren was saying. So then we have to start to look at, well, over time, have the knee joints, have the hip joints been taking the brunt because the ankle's not not doing its job? Okay, well, has that developed restriction in motion and therefore restriction in blood flow and fluid flow in those joints as well? So it just goes to show that we really need to take a step back and look at everything that's impacting everything. Yeah. And start to make little changes and little improvements and see how that settles into the entire body. Yeah. When we think about how injuries in our ankle, knee, shoulder, wrist, low back pain, upper back pain, neck pain actually impact how we're walking and the motion through our torso, it creates rotation right through the middle of our backs, right below our ribs, where our diaphragm sits. And there's so many great vessels that are passing through the diaphragm, neurovasculature, lymphatics, that when that simple gait and that simple rotational motion through the body is off its axis, it creates a lot of stress or overcompensation in the circulation of the body. And that can affect health of organs and normal processes that we can take for granted. Absolutely. And so you can see how, you know, looking at one specific injury or symptom can suddenly snowball into what seems like this big problem. But really what we're trying to highlight here is we look at patients as patterns and we look at, we try to look at the pattern as a whole and we try to bring it back to how does one injury affect a patient or a person holistically. And so that's kind of how we see it in our day-to-day practice. But we also wanted to kind of spiral out or or zoom out and look at um, all of the information that we're receiving through media and different sources and look at, okay, what about that person who's you know, not injured or not currently receiving healthcare through, you know, manual therapy or otherwise, but what uh, types of information are they consuming on a day-to-day basis and how do they make more healthful, informed decisions? Right. So our goal in this podcast overall is to talk, we've done a lot of talking about our anatomy and our body parts and the, the structure and the physical Um, part of our body, but we want to get more into specific nutrition topics, beauty, 
sleep recovery mindset, just using this osteopathic lens. So we hope by now you have a better idea of what osteopathy is and how we treat people coming into our office. Right. It's always the bigger picture. Uh, it's not cookie cutter. It's not, no. okay, you feel this pain. So here's the solution. It doesn't work like that. Everyone is their own individual and has their own history of, of motions and their own mindset and external factors. So we're hoping to provide you with that information and also empower you to take that same perspective to your day-to-day lives and um, the things that you're exposed to so that maybe the next time you're looking and come across a wellness fad, you can kind of make those informed decisions for yourself of, okay, is this, is this going to be helpful for me? Is this something that aligns with beliefs I have about, you know, how the body operates and is this, you know, going to be beneficial for me or is it, you know, just another hot health topic? Exactly. And a lot of things out there are fear-based or they can create a bit of stress like, oh gosh, there are so many things that I have to think about to benefit my health. But in the same way that we highlighted how easy it is to create dysfunction by being structurally off, you have to think of that with the glass half full perspective of how much a simple stretch in the morning or a simple walk each day or little bits of activity and how the little movements in your life can affect your actual physiological functioning, meaning the health of your body as a whole. So it's supposed to, like Lauren said, be empowering to learn how your body functions so that you feel you have a bit more control over the decisions you make each day and how those can positively impact your health. Right. And we are confident that every episode you will get takeaways where you'll leave feeling more, like Chloe said, more in control of your health and less intimidated about what you're hearing. And we're just putting that information into context for you as an individual so that you can chip away at these things and slowly and effectively improve quality of life just through your little daily habits. So we realize it's not a one size fits all. It's not a one stop from disease to health. It's more of a journey. It's a process and it's an ongoing uh, series of health habits that we w- that you'll be adopting throughout the course of your life. Uh, but we're excited for the road ahead and we're looking forward to taking you to Well and Back. Thanks for tuning in to Well and Back. We hope you enjoyed this episode and gained some valuable insights into living your best life. Make sure to check out the show notes in the description for a rundown on today's episode. We are truly passionate about providing you with the best information and resources to help you on your wellness journey. For even more content, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at wellandback. Please consider taking a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. By letting us know how this episode resonated with you or what you'd like to hear more of, it helps us to continuously improve. Until you're back, we wish you well.